I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And a good Sunday morning. It is eight minutes past seven o'clock. I'm going to tell you what the temperature is right now. It's 42 degrees. Holy smokes. I hope you brought your jacket. Dr. David Hilden, Healthy Matters, Hennepin Healthcare. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning to you, Susie. You having a good week? Yeah, yeah. I just went to Austin, Minnesota to visit my sister. We have a brand new baby. I like to say we. We all have a brand new baby. (laughs) (laughs) My niece had another child, and we all drove down to get a peek. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, and it's been so nice outside. I went out there and I was mowing the grass on a mm-hmm. on a beautiful day. Yeah. You know, it's a it's we're on like our third summer here. I yeah, think. yeah. So, Fun to listen to the Gophers win yesterday too. Exactly. So. I was watching that game. I was getting a little nervous late oh, later yeah. later in the half. You know, they came out so strong. And uh but now it's Vikings turn today and it's uh and and I'm watching a little baseball on oh, TV. Geez. I know the Twins aren't in it, but I but it's playoff baseball is always fun. So I hope everybody's enjoying some of those fall traditions and uh and and that everybody's having a, a great week as well. There's a lot in the news on healthcare and today mm-hmm. we're going to just take your calls and texts about anything on your mind whatsoever. A couple things that came out this week. There is some news about uh, booster shots for those who got the not the Pfizer vaccine but the J&J and the Moderna and there was some recommendations that yes you too should be getting a booster shot or at least it'll be available to you so that's out there probably maybe sometime this week or the next week if you want to get a booster you can do that that's not a requirement but you sure can there's also a little news about aspirin in the uh, you know a lot of people take aspirin every day to try to prevent heart attacks and I've been saying for a few years on the air, on this on this show, maybe you don't need to do that. And now there's some new guidance that is suggesting that maybe you don't need to take an aspirin, at least not all people. So that's out there in the news as well. So a lot going on in healthcare, and we're ready to take your calls and texts. And there's already a, I don't know, a dozen <laughs> texts already, and the show's just that. starting. <laughs> I saw that here this morning. People already asking their questions online. We want to remind folks, Dr. Hilton, it's 651-461-9226. It's 651-461-9226. And it's really good because that is both our text and our phone line. So you don't have to remember two different numbers, two different sequences. Um, You can call us if you want to jump on with a question about boosters. I'll tell you what. We talked about it on the way down to Austin. Uh, my son got Johnson and Johnson, and I don't believe Johnson and Johnson has a booster yet. Do they? 
Well, just this week. That just came out, well, I want to say yesterday, but it's Friday. Do you have, to, ma- go- do you have to have the same booster as you did vaccine? That'd yeah, that's the million-dollar question. Yeah. That's the question, Susie. And right now, it, they're recommending get the same one you got before. However, there is some um, a lot of, uh, I'll just say, expert opinion that if you got the J&J one, it might be a good idea to get one of the other ones. I would either get another J&J one or uh, wait a week or two, and you'll, there'll be some more guidance on that, and you can get one of the different ones. There's even some suggestion that if you got one of the Moderna or the Pfizer ones, you should get the other one for your booster. So I don't know what I, – I I feel for the public. I feel for everyone listening because, you know, we get on this we, – we talk and we say, well, try this, try this, try this. And when something a little more definitive might be nice for people, um, for, for now, if I would get the same one you got before – but it's certainly okay to wait a week or two or three and see if that, that guidance changes because it changes just that fast. I uh, had lunch with our old friend Eric Escala and Bruce Hogovic and Denny Long yesterday, Friday. I guess that was yesterday, was it? I can't remember. No, it was Friday. Anyway, um, Eric said he just went in and got a flu shot and a booster, like boom, 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 like at Walgreens downtown Minneapolis. No appointment. Just it was quite you easy. Can do that. Yeah, so yep. just for folks that... It does. It's not a very difficult thing to do to just get the get it. No, done. it's yeah. not. It's widespread, and you can. I would just go to your local pharmacy and do exactly what Eric did. And I gotta say, I'm jealous about that little lunch group. You, <laughs> you, you were with Denny, and you know, I spent a lot of Sunday mornings with Bruce Hagavik on this radio show yeah. about 10, 13 years ago, and Bruce was on every day, and he's a gem of a human being, Bruce Hagovic is, and so is Eric Escalade. Wow, what a crowd. That's quite the three musketeers you're hanging out with. Well, Susie. actually, we were a little short this week because usually we have Steve Murphy and oftentimes Dave Lee. So it's a secret group. <laughs> I don't even know when we started having lunch, but awfully fun, and I always learn something from those guys. We have a couple of phone calls, some text. Should we? Let's have, hit it. Should we just jump right out into the... Wild Wild West. Let's go to Jim in Mountsview. Jim, you are the first caller on this morning with Dr. David Hilden and Healthy Matters and our open phone lines. What's your question? Well, uh, I've had both of my vaccinations and I've had a booster shot. I'm a cancer patient and uh, I was told by a nurse, to, uh, why don't I get a COVID antibody test? And I've had two of them. I had uh, the first one about five months after my second vaccination and the second one 30 days after my booster. I have no antibodies. Well, come to find out, there's a cancer drug called Rituxan, and uh, my doctor said all of his patients that have had that drug don't have any antibodies. He said the only protection I may have is a T-cell if I should get an infection, but if I should encounter the virus, the COVID virus, I don't think I have any protection in spite of the vaccinations. Jim, you're you're a guy that is that is right. You're spot on with all of your observations there. The the people who the vaccine maybe isn't quite as effective for are those who are on immunocompromised, and you are because you're on rituximab or rituxan for your cancer. It is not clear what the implications of that are. It's still good you got vaccinated and boosted. We're recommending the, all of that um, for our cancer patients and for people who are immunocompromised for other reasons as well, because there is going to be some protection, all of that, um, for our cancer patients and for people who are immunocompromised for other reasons as well, because there is going to be some protection. It is possible that protection isn't quite as good. And since you've got your antibodies tested, 
that portion of your immune system is clearly not responding quite as well as, uh, as you might want. But there are other ways your immune system works, and the T cells that your doctor told you about are one of those ways. In fact, all of us have T cells. Some of these cells live in your body essentially forever. They have memory. They're even called memory cells that remember a previous uh, enemy, like a virus, and so you will have some protection, but it is true that it is probably not as robust as if you weren't on that medication. But still, to everybody who's on those, I would still get the vaccine. It's still helpful. It's not harmful to get the vaccine, and it's still going to give you some protection. But you ought to be aware that, yeah, your immune system isn't everything it, it, it was when you, were, you know, when you were born or when you were 20. Yeah. And so it's a good idea to be safe out there and just take precautions when you're around groups of people. All right, Jim, thank you for that call. It is 651-461-9226. We have a number of texts coming in. Dan is in Clear Lake, but we're going to take a short break. We'll get to Dan and more of your text questions right after this. On Healthy Matters, Dr. David Hilden of Hennepin Healthcare. It is Healthy Matters on a Sunday morning, 719. Dr. David Hilden of Hennepin Healthcare talk, taking your calls and your texts, 651-461-9226. Hey, guys, love the show regarding COVID vaccines. Two quick questions. One, what is unique about the booster versus the original vaccine that it also requires FDA approval? And hey, that's a good question. Yeah, right. The and deal is this, is that is that uh, FDA approves dr- medications and any interventions for a very specific purpose and reason and dose and duration and all that. Mm. This would be different from what they did initially uh, um, almost a year ago now. And so it just needs to have FDA approval. You could go out there, especially with the Pfizer vaccine, and find a doctor or a pharmacist to give it, give you a booster without additional FDA approval. That would be considered off-label, but we use off-label use all the time, all the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the time. Doctors write prescriptions that are what's considered off-label. That's not necessarily bad. It's just that it wasn't the original FDA uh, approval process. But uh, but now that the Pfizer one has full FDA approval, uh, you could conceivably give it as much as you want, but that's not what we're recommending. You know, another texter wrote a good question, and I, I think a lot of people feel this way, That they, back to the kind of the division about this, that she says, you know, that her friends make fun of her for her being so careful. And, you know, I guess maybe how can we help people find the words or give them some words they can say if someone is kind of busting your chops for taking this virus seriously? Right. That's a, 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 a such a common thing right now. And I probably don't have as much better answer as the texter has herself. Mm. Um, and, and I think it is really important to just recognize that everybody's at a different place with this whole thing. And that the science and the, and the guidelines that even guys like me are giving you isn't perfect. We're just doing our best with what the information we have. And so I wouldn't um, yell or scream or shout at anybody regardless of what they're doing. People need to be allowed to live their lives and do what they feel is uh, best for them. That being the case, there are some epis- some places that we simply can't just allow the Wild West. Uh, there has to, since there is such a difference of opinion, in some places 
we have to have some rules and regulations. There are just some things we have to do. For instance, you can't smoke on an airplane. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be um, in uh, a certain places without a vaccine or a mask. I mean, there are there are some rules we need to do. But beyond that, I, I really encourage people to give each other a little bit of grace and forbearance and allow people to. If you're at a little family gathering and one of them's got a mask on and the other doesn't, Let's try to let's try to just understand that people have different levels of comfort and different understandings and and like I said I probably we probably need counselors more than we need a doctor on that one. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we need mediators I know, or a psychiatrist <laughs> exactly. medication. Uh, let's take a call from Dan. Dan has been waiting just a bit from Clear Lake, Minnesota. Dan, you're on the air with Dr. Hilden. Good morning, Dr. Hilden, Susie. My question is with regards to statins and side effects. Specifically, about 10 years ago, I was put on statins to reduce my cholesterol. And uh, over the years, it's done that. It's brought it within range, and I appreciate that. However, about a year after starting to take statin, I developed a peripheral neuropathy. And uh, over the years, my A1C has gradually increased. And I've been doing research on statins, and there seems to be some thought that maybe statins could contribute to that. Specifically, I'm on a torvastatin. I'm 59 years old. And I am six one, about two hundred and five pounds. Just appreciating information on that. Yeah, Dan, thank you for that question. You're right about almost everything you said. Well, maybe everything you said. Um, statins are good for many people in getting your cholesterol down, and it is known that higher levels of bad cholesterol or LDL are not um, good for your overall cardiovascular health. And so, if if you're if your LDL cholesterol is very high and you have risk factors for heart disease, statins have been shown to be very beneficial to you. That's a true thing. But it is also true that they, they're not without their downsides. They do cause some side effects. Uh, they can, they can um, affect your, your body's metabolism. There is some suggestion that, that, your, uh, that your body's handling the blood sugars and your, your peripheral nervous system, your muscle system could be affected by these things. And so that is also true. So I guess it becomes a balancing act. If your cholesterol profile was so bad, and if your risk factors for heart disease are so bad, then it is probably the benefit of taking a statin probably outweighs the, those risks. However, if you were just on it kind of to, for moderately bad cholesterol and you were just trying to do everything you possibly could to help your heart, it may be that those side effects are worse than the benefits of the statin. The new guidelines for cholesterol are a little bit more well laid out than they were 10 years ago, and the new guidelines suggest that maybe somewhat fewer people should take it. If you have an LDL of 141 and no other risk factors, you probably shouldn't be taking it, whereas 10 years ago, maybe you should. So perhaps it's a good time to just reevaluate that with your doctor. Was the indication high enough? If you have a strong family history of heart disease, if you have way high blood pressure, if you're a smoker and you have high cholesterol, then you really need to be on that statin. But if you don't have any of those other risk factors and your cholesterol was just a little bit high, maybe you could stop it. So I think it's a good conversation to have with your doctor to see if you still need that statin. It's interesting as well, Dr. Hilton, because it's one of those things, cholesterol, at least for me, I just don't pay attention to it. My mom's like, Mm -hmm. you have to pay attention to it, you know, because I'm healthy. But I have a history of high cholesterol, yeah. and once in a while I'll get it done, maybe every you know five years, and it's high. But anyway, 
It's just what are you going to do about that? It, 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 it is one of those things. It is one of those things because, um, and, and it is true that there are people with low cholesterol that can still have a heart attack. Yeah. And there are people with real high cholesterol that never do. They're, you know, it's not just perfect. Yeah. However, it is a risk factor. Is, and it's a big risk factor for heart disease. Well, it's one of those things, you know, I just don't want to be bothered. And then that's not right. a terrible, that's a bad attitude. That's a bad attitude about <laughs> my own health. Uh, 651-461-9226. Remember that it's the number that you can text or call. And in fact, we have Nancy next calling from Edina with a question for Dr. Hilton. Uh, Go ahead, Nancy, you're on the air. Well, good morning, you two. Uh, I wanted to make a comment that when the vaccines came out, I was leery about taking them because I have an EpiPen that I carry for a food allergy of nitrates and nitrites. And no one seemed to know if that was okay for me (laughs) to go ahead with the vaccines, although I asked, um, you know, medical people. And they just said, well, when you go, just stay for a while longer and see if you have a reaction. Because my reaction is my throat closes up right away and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm happy to say that I've had two visor uh, vaccines, and yesterday I had the booster, and I came through with flying colors, no reaction, no sore arms, no anything. So I'm, I'm just very happy to say that even though I had the food allergies, it didn't affect, for me, it didn't affect the, um, the, the, the vaccines when I got I love that. Myself. I love that, Nancy. And, and thank you for your call because you were courageous. Um, back at the beginning, we were telling people exactly what you were told. Well, you know, I know you had, a, you had a, 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 an allergic reaction, a severe life-threatening allergic reaction, but yeah, just hang around the waiting room a little bit longer and I think you'll be okay. That's probably not the most reassuring thing in the whole wide world. But you, but it was shown that people with food allergies can get the vaccine, and if um, and you are living proof of that, and so now you are um, protected. You did the right thing, and uh, but you did it with some courage. I, I get it that at the, the that that probably wasn't an easy decision at first, and so uh, uh, hats off to you, Nancy. Another texter writes, Doctor Hilden, talk about natural immunity. Um, this person says they had the COVID last year and was very sick clinic sent me home without any meds was back to normal in six weeks kind of talk about that because i do think a lot of people a lot of us have had it i haven't but i know people who have and are recovered is do they they can't get it again or i mean i guess bottom line is we just don't know very much about those kind of specifics about this virus right or do we no, 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 you are right. Um, natural immunity is a real thing, and it is, yes, protective. Uh, and, and so I want to make that clear. It is probably not as effective as the vaccine, and there's some reasons for that. Uh, if you got COVID in December of 2020, you did not have the Delta variant in all likelihood. The Delta variant wasn't around yet. You got immunity to the wussy first COVID vaccine or virus, and even as bad as that first one was, it was just the miniature version of the deadly thing that is the Delta variant. So you you have immunity to that that an earlier one. The vaccines work against a spike protein, and it has been shown to be better. Now that being the case, it's all good. Whatever whatever way you got your immunity, whether you got COVID or whether you had it with the vaccine. Both of those are good. It's You have protection. And herd immunity will not happen through natural immunity without killing off a great portion of humanity. It will require vaccinations and natural immunity. And when those two things together reach a high level, the, the planet will be safer. So there is some, some benefit to natural immunity. That is a true st- statement. 
651-461-9226. That is the number if you have a question that you want to get on the air with Dr. Hilden, or you can actually text us as well. That same number gets your information to me and to Dr. Hilden, then we can answer it. It is 729, just about 730. We will take a very short break for, and tell you what's going on with our weather for the day and the next couple of days anyway. And then we'll come back with Frank and Rich. So we've got folks on the phone, Dr. Hilden, and more texts as well. So day and the next couple of days anyway. And then we'll come back with Frank and Rich. So we've got folks on the phone, Dr. Hilden, and more texts as well. So we'll take a quick break for weather and be back right after this. It's Healthy Matters on a Sunday morning, Dr. David Hilden. Hennepin Healthcare taking your questions in this open phone, open session, open topic hour back after this. Dr. David Hilden, a physician extraordinaire at Hennepin Healthcare, downtown Minneapolis. It is open phone lines. That means any topic that is on your mind about your health, whether it be the vaccines or non-COVID questions. We do have a lot of questions online as well at 651-461-9226. We also have some folks on the phone, Dr. Hilden, with questions for you. Should we go to Frank in Roseville? Frank, Let's go ahead. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Uh, my question would be concerning uh, the, the booster shot that I have. Uh, scheduled. I don't have it scheduled, but I'm probably due for it. I'm a 76 year old male and uh my after my second uh shot of of pfizer back in april i had side effects that lasted for oh i don't know i'd say a month or more off and on for instance uh chills that required you know heavy uh, a heavy coat not just a sweater and i would also get an involuntary uh, leg kick until my system finally warmed up and i had a few other effects like that, like a, a 102 temperature that didn't last for more than about six hours. But but I'm wondering now about the booster, if I'm going to have to go through this uh, side effects again. You might, Frank, you might have these symptoms again. Now, some of those, uh, that lasted longer than most people. And I don't know exactly how many of them are directly related to the vaccine and how, and how many were just your body's kind of idiosyncratic reactions. People do get roughly the same response you got to the second shot you're we're seeing people getting from the third booster shot. So if you've got some symptoms with the second one, you're liable to get them with the third. We have to be honest about that. Uh, it's up to you whether uh, you want to do that. I would recommend doing it. I think the the protection given by the booster shot is um, is it, it's just uh, it, it it's real and it is significant. It is not 100% required, though. The most protection you got was when you got the first two. And so the booster shot is just like putting on an extra layer of protection against the winter's colds, putting on an extra layer, really. Uh, It's up to you. But you're liable to get similar symptoms. I know some people got nothing after the booster shot. I got my booster shot, and I was pretty, pretty lethargic for two, three, four days. It would really hit me hard, and then others get nothing. So I would expect roughly the same thing. My recommendation is to go ahead and do it, but don't feel bad if you, if you, don't, if you don't feel like doing that. All right, 651-461-9226. If you have a question for Dr. Hilton, it is an open lines 
show. That means anything and everything is on the table for you to ask him a question about. You can call us, and we'll take your calls on the air, or you can text us if you just prefer to do it that way. Rick is up next, Dr. Hilton. He is calling today from Apple Valley. Rick, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, good morning, Dr. Hilton and Susie. Um, My wife and I are about to depart for Mesa this coming week uh, as snowbirds. We're part of a large interdenominational choir of about 30 to 60 seniors, and they want to start up again in November. Uh, The service is in a large indoor ballroom, and the choir is on a smaller stage. And um, we're rather uncomfortable about that right now, but we'd like to get your opinion on that. All all the seniors that will be in the choir will have to show proof of vaccination. Yeah, Rick, thank you, and good morning to you as well. Uh, it's a little higher risk, but I'm, I'm to the point where I'm telling people that just take the risk and, and balance it with your own um, tolerance for risk. Uh, it's good that they're all vaccinated. It's good that it's in a larger room because ventilation has been proven to be quite helpful. In Mesa, heck, you should be out in the parking lot. You know, then it'd be perfect. Then I'd say go for it because sure. it's Outside. Arizona. <laughs> exactly. But that's probably not going to happen. So if people are all vaccinated, and um, then it that reduces the risk, but it certainly does not eliminate it. Because when you sing, you're projecting, at least if you're a good singer, I think you're projecting, and you're projecting that virus 10, 20, 30, 40 feet away. So it's a good way to spread the virus. However, uh, again, it's a risk tolerance thing. I would be slightly uncomfortable with it. I would love it if they're all wearing masks. See if you can get all the seniors to wear masks, Rick, and, and good luck with that. I think you're, not, you're not likely to be able to do that. I would spread everybody out as much as you can. Don't stand shoulder to shoulder. See if everybody can stand far apart. That would reduce the risk as well. I'm right. slightly uncomfortable with it, though. Okay, good Good to know. Uh, this is a non-virus uh, question. If you donate platelets, does your iron have to be more than... 12.5 like it does when you donate blood. This is from Barb in Robbinsdale. Do you know the answer to that? I don't know specifically, Barb, but it's a good question. Your hemoglobin is what you're talking about, yep. which is roughly in the 12s for women right. and 13s for men. Uh, when they're taking your red blood cells, they don't want to take it if you're already anemic because you don't have enough to spare. But platelets are different. When they take their platelets, they put back in the rest of your blood products. They put in the liquid in the other cells. So it's probably okay and 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 thank you for uh, considering donating platelets. Ask at the place where you're going to donate to get the specifics, though. Yeah, they actually, Barb, I don't know if you've given blood before. I have Dr. Hilden with Memorial Blood Center. Yeah. And they poke your finger, and they stick that little blood on a thing, and they spin it around in a little thing, and it tells you exactly what your number is. And it's frustrating because I've been like 12.4. And they won't yeah. let you. They won't let you give it if you don't get to that you that got magic to number. Give. Um, I know Memorial Blood Center's kitty corner from the WCCO studios down. Right, right, Memphis, right. So. And I just did an event for them. Wonderful people. And again, we people need to give to donate. That is a really important thing that we can all do. Six five one four six one nine two two six. That is the text line as well as the phone line. I will go next to Linda, who is calling from Hopkins, and then we'll, after this we'll take another text question. So go ahead, Linda. You're on with Dr. Hilden. Hi. Good morning. Um, I have, um, I'm have i scheduled for the 1st of November for a budionectomy and a hammer toe surgery. Um, at the same time, I'm my hip, my left hip on the other leg, 
it seems to be getting completely um, like I can barely get out of bed, walk, stand up. And I'm seeing a nurse practitioner tomorrow, <clears throat> an orthopedic. I'm just wondering, um, I mean, not that I know that I need a hip replacement. How do I know? I mean, is it could it be arthritis? I'm, I'm just trying to hope I don't need a hip replacement. I'm only 66 years old. Right, right. Thank you for for uh, calling in, Linda. Um, first of all, good luck with your bunion and your hammer toe surgery. That is unrelated. That goes well. I'm sure you're going to be happy with that. Hip hip replacement is exceptionally common, and I do have to say, as a non-surgeon, this is not common for me to say, but as a non-surgeon, it's really successful. Um, hip replacement surgeries work quite well, but it's not like getting a wart removed. It's a big deal. And so I would talk to your orthopedic surgeon or the nurse practitioner you're going to see and really have a conversation about, is it affecting your life that is pretty bad? Because you're right. You don't want to do it at the tender age of, of well, 66 is, is not that old. Um, I'm going with tender age of 66, mm -hmm. but many, many, many people get it at age 66 and that, and are so happy with it. So if your life is kind of miserable because you're having all this pain in your hip and your groin and your knee, and you've determined that it's due to arthritis or something that's fixable with the surgery, I'm fairly uh, confident in recommending it to patients. Hip surgeries do work well. Six five one four six one nine two two six. That is a number that you can either call or text us if you have a question. This texter writes, will the Moderna booster vaccine be half or a full dose? Uh, I wish this show was on more than an hour. It goes by so fast. <laughs> Glad CCO has the show on. But that, that And thankful, she says, that you're part of the program. Um, that's, so do you know about the, the amounts of the booster versus the regular shot? Right. Thanks for the um, text, uh, listener. It's fun to do this with uh, with uh, the upper Midwest and talk about healthcare. Mm. It, yes, um, they are considering a, a half dose of the Moderna one. And frankly, I'm not sure where they're coming up with all this, but the dose is uh, the, the science at the beginning was, well, let's try this dose and then let's do this one. And they came up with the one that elicited the best response without having too high of a dose. The Moderna one, they think maybe the booster just needs to be a half a dose. And so I don't have more specifics on that other than just this past week they did uh, I, that did come out that it might be a half dose. Whatever they've got in that vial, that's what I would get because they're, they're really thinking about it pretty carefully. All right. We have Diane who is calling from Siren. Now, is that Siren, Wisconsin, Diane? Yes, it is. I have been to Siren, Wisconsin. Do you know that? When I work, no. I'm sorry to butt in with my personal side note, Dr. Hilden, but in Siren, Minnesota, I would say 25 years ago, there was a very bad tornado. The rowboat. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. I, yes. I worked for a TV station in La Crosse, and I came to Siren in the middle of the night to cover that story. So I'm glad, I hope everything is going all right in Siren now. <laughs> well, we're pretty much built up again, yes. Good to know. What's your question for Dr. Hilden? Well, both my husband and I are breakthrough cases of COVID. We've been vaccinated. Presently, my husband is fighting for his life at Abbott. Um, I'm quarantined at home. And I was just wondering, when will I be ready to get the booster? After, how long after I recover? Hopefully, I will recover. Um, how long do I have to wait to get the booster? 
Diane, before you get off the phone, did, when did you get your last first, your, your, your initial Pfizer shots or your initial ones? Um, my husband was January, February, and I was Mar- uh, February, March. Yeah, you could get it now. And first of all, let me say I'm sorry about your husband. Uh, yes. And, and, and I'm, I'm sending my best wishes to you, Diane, in yeah. Siren, and your husband here up the block from me at Ava Northwestern. That's a great hospital. They do great care. And we're all sending our best vibes to your husband. Breakthrough cases are common now because the more and more people, it's just statistics, the more and more people that get vaccinated, the more that likely that there will be breakthroughs. I mean, there's something like 3 billion with a B doses given around the world. It's going to be more and more and more. Eventually, when the whole world's vaccinated, every case will be a breakthrough. So it's very expected that breakthrough cases will continue to rise each and every month. That does not make it any easier for you, though, Diane and your husband. So my thoughts are with you. Uh, I think you can go get your booster right now. I don't see any reason to wait. Do it while you're in quarantine from your husband in case you have a few side effects and the like. I think it's okay to get it right now. All right. Very good. And again, our thoughts are with you and your family at this time. I love the side effects and the like. I think it's okay to get it right now. All right, very good. And again, our thoughts are with you and your family at this time. I love the our listeners, Dr. Hilden, because mm. they all jump in with sometimes answering our question. This texture writes, hemoglobin does need to be 12.5 for platelets. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yep, see, exactly. I don't have all this information on uh, in top of my head, and so that is helpful. Well, that, this person, I, that's believable. Well, this person learned when she went in to give platelets, so... We have that information. Appreciate that. We're going to take a short break here, and we'll come back with more of your texts and calls at 651-461-9226. It's Healthy Matters. Dr. David Hilden of Hennepin Healthcare taking your calls and texts here on WCCO. Little Dave Brubeck for you on a Sunday morning. It is 7.50. Healthy Matters. Dr. David Hilden of Hennepin Healthcare with us. The hour has flown past. We have about five minutes left together. We're taking call, calls and texts, 651-461-9226. Getting a number of texts this morning, Dr. Hilton, about this idea that we've been hearing in the news all across the country about requiring vaccinations, whether you're in the healthcare or even Major companies are now saying, if you are not fully vaccinated, you will not work here. Right, right. It's a good topic. It's a controversial topic, but it's it's one that's important. And I do have to say, I feel cool and hip just listening to Dave Brubeck on a Sunday morning. I know, so, right? Uh, before I get into the vaccine mandate, one thing um, I did read on the text line, a listener astutely said, why did I tell that last listener to go get her COVID booster while she's in quarantine? It's because you're smarter than I am, listener. I should tell that last listener whose husband is ill, you wait till you're out of your quarantine. Uh, you don't don't rush out now to get it. Thank you, listener, for clarifying that. Um, about vaccine mandates. So at my hospital, over 99% of our healthcare workforce is vaccinated, over 99%. That shows a commitment to you, the patient. You get, we are requiring it of healthcare workers because it's, we, we took an oath when we went into healthcare to help people and to try not to harm them to the best of our ability. Going to work unvaccinated in a high COVID area like a hospital is potentially putting your patients at harm. And and so I fully support vaccine mandates for uh, healthcare workers. I frankly support them all over the place. Uh, now I get it that people have freedoms and and there is a balancing act on personal freedoms, but you also have the freedom to get drunk. You just don't have the freedom to drive drunk. 
and you have the freedom to smoke cigarettes, but you don't get to do it next to me in a restaurant. So your freedom does end uh, when your fist hits my face. Um, and so uh, other people have the freedom to be uh, uh, free of your risks. You can take whatever chances you want with your own life, but doing it to other people's lives is maybe uh, uh, something. It's the other side of that coin. So living in a free society does have obligations as well. And so the one thing about vaccine mandates is that it has shown that they simply work. Uh, They work. And whether or not a person willingly got that vaccine or they did it because they wanted to keep their job, the virus doesn't care. You, you you, You protected the workforce. I will recognize that half the listeners right now are getting on their text line and telling me, oh, my gosh, that's government overreach, and listen to this guy. Uh, However, uh, that is where I come down on that. Now, whether private employers want to do this or not, that's that's up to them. But I I personally would probably not uh, patronize businesses um, where there is uh, a lot of interacting, where they didn't require vaccines. I think it's just the world we live in. And people have the choice to not get their vaccine, but I have the choice not to go to, go to those businesses. And so healthcare workers, 100% on board in literally all of the healthcare systems in Minnesota, the big ones, the big ones, there's like nine big ones, all of them require a vaccine, and I'm, I fully support that. I just see here on the news in front of me that Chicago Police Union might start an insurgence because they're so mad about the mandate of them for them getting vaccinated and again it's there's something about communal living and and so i i struggle with people saying it's my right but but you also have some obligations when you live in a society and so i people can rightfully and legitimately disagree with me on that one i have no more expertise on that issue than does every person listening to this show I just see the consequences of it. Just last month, I was, I don't want to say arguing, but I was getting a lecture from a man lying in his hospital bed with COVID telling me about all this stuff that's simply wrong. He was giving me misinformation galore. And he was telling me we should do this and we should do this and this is a hoax and it's not real. And he was sitting in front of me because he didn't feel that sick. Unfortunately, that man didn't survive. Oh He's my dead. Goodness. He's dead now. And so uh, I had a long conversation with a man who survived a week and he died of misinformation. Yeah. And so um, I get it that people can disagree, but much of the information we're getting out there simply isn't accurate. All right. We're talking about vaccines. If you have not gotten it yet, there is one way to schedule an appointment. You can go to www.hennepinhealthcare.org slash COVID vaccine. Again, hennepinhealthcare.org slash COVID vaccine. Uh, but the vaccines, again, are being offered everywhere and they are very convenient. So Please take a few minutes and get yours. Dr. Hilton, it has been a pleasure being with you today. As always, Susie. Next week, we're going to talk about sinusitis with my friend Megan McCoy. Be sure to follow me on Twitter also, people, at drdavidhilden on Twitter. That's wonderful. Good to talk to you. Have a wonderful week, and we'll talk next Sunday morning. It is Healthy Matters on a Sunday morning, each and every Sunday morning at 7 o'clock. Dr. David Hilden, Hennepin Healthcare physician, and me, the co-host, I should say, of Healthy Matters, It is 7.55. The news is next, plus a look at the forecast. And then it is your money with the Wealth Enhancement Group. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.